Retrospective through the lenses of decade, where I am Shin Garrett. I'm Evan. And I'm Chris. And this week we watched the first episode of Common Rider Amazons. Because yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. what we're doing instead of Geo for right. the not main episodes. Because Evan wanted to watch this, so we said yes. Yeah, it's, it's real good. Start starting a new show this time. It starts weird and it gets better, just like Kuga. <laughs> Uh, there are a lot of returning Kuga elements in the show, so that'll most importantly, bat or spider villains. Well, I guess also bat villains, spider yeah, and spider bat and, villains. Yep, both of them right away. <laughs> and and the one that looks like um, uh, Drillman from Digimon. Uh, also, the concept of survival of the fittest and killing things for points for for food. Uh, cannibalism is a thing in this show. It's not yet, but... Yeah, but not yet. Cannibalism is a thing. Decapitation's also a thing in this show, but we also haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, it's... this. this for, episodes are 45 minutes long because Common Rider Amazons was, if I'm remembering correctly, specifically uh, commissioned by the Amazon shipping company. Yes. <laughs> to stream on their Amazon uh, Prime service. And, uh, it was written for adults. So, question, um, why did they do that? I don't know, but I'm... Is this, like, a project that someone had been wanting to work on for a while, I I have literally no idea. Okay. This might be worth researching over the course of watching the show, because I'm definitely curious if someone was like, you know, you should amp up the, like, we should do something for, a, like, older audiences one of these years, and then they finally got the chance to do it. That would certainly be neat. Because, I mean, they couldn't really do that in their normal time slot, even if they wanted to. Right. Yeah, I don't have a good answer. My, my like, my non-researched answer that I just made made up is, like, uh, Garo was big. And uh, they're like, "Hey, what if we, what if we made Garo but Common Rider?" And I'm also watching um, Garo. This is a little bit like that bit of Garo in what a uh, Invisible City or Va- Vanishing Line, I think it was called. Yeah. yeah, well, Vanishing Line is the third anime series, and there's a lot of Garo, Chris. Started, yeah, I believe it. I started watching the live action Garo, the first Which, one. Which okay. The, no, the the first in the actual se- like the first in the entire series of Garo. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's also the one where Decade's the villain in it, and it's beautiful. Like, is it actually Decade, or is it just his actor? It's just his actor. But, I mean, it's more or less the same thing. So, this is kind of a wild show. Um, (laughs) Yeah, uh, just a little bit. The first episode is extremely heavily directed like a horror film. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of great. Uh, there were a lot of, again, there were a lot of elements of that in Kuga, but they, they push it really hard this time. 
Yeah, I don't think Kugo was ever just like, this could be replaced as a Resident Evil cutscene, and you wouldn't tell the difference. Not very much, no. (laughs) And like one of the later cutscenes, not like one of the first couple games that had the FMV ones were with the bad acting. Yeah. Yeah, like later Resident Evil bullshit. Almost a Jill sandwich. Like, like to the point of like weird Wesker lore bullshit. Yeah, no, there is some, there is bullshit Wesker lore in this in Amazon's. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure episode two is where they start to explain things, and you're just like, what? Yeah, no, it is. (laughs) As soon as you start getting an explanation for everything that's going on, you're like, this, no, that, huh? I was definitely wondering, like, okay, first two theories. Um, it, uh, it experiments to like, cr- like mix uh or cross animals with humans. That was my first theory because it seemed to like fit with the theme and stuff. Theory two: aliens. It's uh, not a bad theory. <laughs> the first one seemed like it would be more interesting because there's like an evil pharmaceutical company and everything. I like how the evil pharmaceutical company isn't even trying to pretend that it's not an evil pharmaceutical company. Yeah, there, there is... <gasps> it's there Amazon is, spelled backwards! It is. There's, at one point, like, the leader of this m- military mercenary group they've hired is like, Hey, so there's clearly something going on here you guys are responsible for. You wanna, you wanna explain that one to me? And they're like, no. No, I mean, we won't. There's also the, the part where, like... By the way, how's that dude that can transform into a monster working out for you? Right. Is he doing all right? Mamoru, I mean, he is. His his bracelet's blue. Yes, his yes. Uh, all the monsters we we get introduced to our new monsters. We have the spider monster and Mamoru, who turns into this drill, drill monster man. guy. Uh, they yeah, all he, have he bracelets. Kind of suck. The the drill guy doesn't seem to be very good at the whole monstering thing. No, he's he's a Mamaru is a sweet boy. He doesn't need to fight. He should not need to fight. So okay, so he'll Other be dead thing, soon. A bit into this episode, they introduce a guy wearing white who like goes through this really elaborate metaphor. It's not very elaborate. It's pretty on the nose, honestly. About being <laughs> feeling like he's in an aquarium. Well, well okay. And, so like, I'm like, okay, so this is clearly the main character. But then a guy shows up with the writer belt later, and it's not that guy. Well, see, yeah, no, they're, it's they're, they're very both, surprised. They are both the main character. <laughs> okay, because I, I I thought that aquarium guy and and eggs and chicken guy were the same guy for a while. Oh, the, yeah, but that, they well, are. It's, they're not. I mean, yeah. you're not wrong. You know, you're not. It's one of the big main things of Amazon is the, like it's a duality thing. Uh-huh. Between like hot and cold, fiery, fire and ice, and all that stuff, alpha and omega, there's the two different belts, and uh, it is you have the two different main characters who you have this nice, sweet young boy who, by the end of this episode, is a slavering, raving monster. Well, we'll explain how he gets there, and then you have the writer guy who seems to have a very slovenly lifestyle, and then he turns into our new writer, and he's like super upright and calm and in control uh he is extremely cool he is extremely Uh, cool he just comes off as cool he's good i I was i'm glad that it's an alpha omega thing because when he pulls out his belt and it says like alpha amazons i was worried that they were gonna do like a 
Alpha Wolf, Alpha the Pack uh, thing, <laughs> and I'm like, that's actually debunked science, guys, so that would have, like, annoyed me slightly for a little while. No, so, it, is, it is Alpha and Omega as in the Greek letters. Okay, not Alpha and Omega as in the furry wolf movie. Yes. Correct. But he is extremely cool, and I love that he is still extremely cool in his clearly fashionable but torn clothing. <laughs> yeah. Takes care of chickens, and he's a sweet boy. Also eats those chickens. Uh, his girlfriend lives with him. Was that what was happening? In yes. That one scene? Yeah. He and his girlfriend live in a basically rooftop apartment. That's what it looks like. That have and they have a chicken coop outside. Also, how is the eating scenes the most gross things in this entire episode when there's all this violence? Because this show is focused on cannibalism in a really weird way. And basically in how people get their nutrients. And it's... It's weird. It's very weird. I mean, it is true that somehow, like, the weird pill future food is somehow grosser than just downing eggs. I was definitely wondering about... uh, Because Aquarium Kid eats cubes and pills. So I was uh, curious about what was going on there. Uh, this th- That is one of the things that will be explained. Like within the next episode or so, I mean, after they in, in pl- after they kind of uh, imply that he's being like medically controlled, so he doesn't turn into a weird monster person. I'm like, well, that's that's probably it. Yeah, should we actually go through the episode or just keep going scattershot? I, uh, probably. I mean, a lot of it's montages and like mood shots, so it might not actually take that long to recap. That's true. It this show is. I was speaking with I was talking with Garrett before, and I'll say it on air too. The show, like, it takes the that duality mechanic even into its, like, cinematography, where the shots either swap between slow, languishing, long shots of people, or long shots of rooms, or people staring at each other and having discussions, and then really fast-paced, intense, violent combat. Yeah, they use they definitely use some uh, more shaky cam for the combat than a traditional writer show does. Yeah. Not sure if I love that, but, you know, eh, I'll give it a chance. There's also a lot of white rooms. Yeah. yeah. A lot of white rooms, yes. Uh, so, um, the, the first thing that happens is some guys in hazmat suits pull up to a house, and there's a lady who's like, oh my god, there's something that, there's something that you need to be uh, wear a hazmat suit against? Let me bug you about it. It oh, is, yeah. It, and then Shotgun is, Guy has to, like, play the people person. It, it is I, this I, concerned housewife. Maybe it is just the fact that we're currently in, like, a, a pandemic social distancing situation, but I'm like, if I see a bunch of dudes in hazmat suits walking into a place, and a guy's like, please move along, I'm I'm fucking moving along. Yeah, I'm not, not gonna stand there and harass the dude. I could be like, hey, what's what's going on? It's like, Something no, no, I really, I really need to talk to you about this for a very long time. <laughs> Something happening here? What's going on? No, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, Gary, so... you identified the characters by their weapons? Yes. I did not notice that. I didn't realize that they each had, like, a signature weapon. I mean, there's a couple that just, like, have pistols, but they're shotgun guy, knife lady, sniper rifle dude, guy that is good monster, and guy that is bad monster. 
the the dude who drives a car and fires like a fifty cal sniper rifle at the same time with one hand. It's he, pretty awesome. I gotta he's, say, he's a real good guy. He's good. But yeah, they specifically drive up in like a pest extermination truck. Right, which is like a bad pun. <laughs> oh, that that's that is literally their job. They're an extermination crew. Yes. Get it? The They're exterminating ha- Amazons. Get it? Uh, wait, no. Do I? What's the double entendre here, Garrett? There, there isn't. Other than okay. that they're posing as an extermination thing for bugs, but they're exterminating Amazons instead. Yeah, they're killing secret evil monsters by posing as pest exterminators, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the crew goes inside while Mr. Shotgun is playing the nice young man who's talking down the chatty housewife. And, uh, everyone's dead. And the uh, house is fucked up. House is dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it, it's actually... Go... Don't they imply that it's a, it's like a bed and breakfast later on? Because I think they said everyone in the hotel got eaten. Yeah, it's it's like a, like an Airbnb or bed and breakfast or something, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's why there are... I, at first I was like, uh, why... This family is huge. Why are there so many people dead in here? But yeah, when they say it's a hotel. Oh, well, I mean, also like... They they were apart. There was lots of limbs. Lots right. of limbs everywhere. It is it is significantly more gruesome than any common writer show has been thus far. Apart from maybe the original Amazon. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's true. I need to see what the original Amazon is like when I finally get there. Yeah, because that's the one that was pulled from TV, right? Yeah, for being too violent. I know uh, if it had like the the limbs coming off thing. I know that's like a a taboo in in like Japanese visual art or something. Oh yeah, there's definitely remember, a ton of that. I remember reading about it once uh, back when they were making Metal Gear Rising, and they were like, "Yeah, this is probably going to be rated more harshly in Japan than it is in America, just because like cutting limbs off is frowned upon." But isn't it okay if they're robots? Um, I mean they're cyborgs, so. I don't think so. See, they should just made up robots instead. Probably. There are you do slice robots. We're not. This isn't a, a Metal Gear Rising podcast. Probably for the better, because I haven't played through Metal Gear Rising. Oh, it's amazing! It's really good. <laughs> the final boss is literally Donald Trump. Yeah, it is. It, it, there is net. There is never a better time to play Metal Gear Rising again. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. So, okay. And so basically, the, these guys walk into this house. There's gore everywhere. Body parts are strewn all over the place. There's a bunch of spider webs, so we know we're going to meet a spider soon. And they pull out a tablet and are like, Hey, oh, this one's only a rank D. It's worth, I think they say, 120 points. Yeah, they they are basically out bounty hunting. They're out do they are out doing hunting quests to get enough chits to <laughs> max out their reputation with the evil biotech company. It it does seem very uh yeah, it it does seem a little mechanical. But I mean, it's not like they can turn down the job, right? No, Those well the... Actually no, they, they can. Yeah, that's the they strange can. thing. It's like the evil bio, like the further we get into the show, 
the evil biotech company, while still being an evil biotech company, is kind of reasonable. Okay. It's, They're more it's like very corporate evil than anything. Yeah, it's like they, they, they don't want to do all this evil and they realize they fucked up but they're gonna try and you know hide it they'll negotiate your contract is what i'm trying to say yes <laughs> okay and that's not but, uh, a, that's not a metaphor for killing you right right no they, they just seem to actually they don't want to go through the trouble of having to get another team of people together to kill their monster that also yeah they would much rather keep with the uh, people they know and have been successful so far. Yeah, I mean, right. plus they probably, like, they had to sunk, sink a much, bunch of money into uh, magic monster bullets. Yes. Right, oh, yes, another returning element from Kuga I was gonna mention. Magic monster killing bullets. Yeah, they're, um, some sort of electrical charge, basically every to fight these monsters, they need, like, electricity. Or something. I was actually wondering if that was reg- like just electrically charged equipment, or if it's like some sort of super science stuff. No idea. Really, I just want to question how the knife fits into it. I did to give the lady a way to attack a really cool way. But but she also kicks, and the kicks cause lightning. Yeah, but then she gets to do the special punch with the knife, too. It's true. But yeah, they're not too worried about a rank D. That sounds like they kind of imply that they've beaten tougher ones than this before. A little bit. But yet they don't come out of this unscathed. Right, yeah, they don't do, like, they don't trounce him or anything. Which I kind of thought they were going to go in that direction at first, because they look very professional when they're walking in here. But uh, yeah, they, they certainly take a few a few hits here and there throughout this it's, fight. It is, like, they they handle it fairly handily. Ha ha ha! Um, no, but, no yeah, one it's... lost a hand in this scene. It's not that funny. <laughs> it it feels like okay, this is something we can do, we can all do. But yeah, we'll just it takes a bit of resources. It it also like shows that like uh, good monster boy is is a bit weird. He is a dork, and I love him. He's the got like he's they... got like this weird like almost childlike train of thought to a lot of things that they work that they have to work around with him. Yeah, it's yeah, that is pretty weird. There there are reasons for that to come up, and it's Mamaru is a good boy and deserves happiness, and that's all I'm gonna say about it. So I was definitely wondering the fact that they have okay, they haven't seen the monster yet, but they know what it is, and they know pretty much exactly how tough it's going to be. Uh, so that implies that the evil corporation gathered a fairly large amount of data before they had just, like, a ton of evil monsters escape from whatever they were doing. Yep. So they... They were able to get quite a bit done. So just the fact that they know that much about it before they run into it... Definitely seems to indicate that there's something pretty sinister going on in here. You're not wrong. You're not. But yeah, so there's a bunch of, like, horror room, horror movie shots as they creep through this, like, lights-off house with, like, limbs and stuff everywhere. Uh, 
the military guys are kind of all like fairly glib about it. They like jokes about how the monster's a messy eater and stuff. Yeah, it, there is there is a blase blase fair way they're acting that would almost implies very much that oh yeah this is just another jay on the job whatever yeah i was really wondering about that i'm never i don't think it's ever actually stated how long they've been doing this but they have apparently been doing it long enough um well the the evil corporation lady says that they had two last year and i think they're up to eight this year yeah, so two i don't incidents know if that's... last year eight this year I don't know if that's all this team or not. Yes, if, um, if I'm remembering correctly, this they're the only team. So, so yeah, they, they would. This would be a probably fairly routine at this point. Yeah, it's routine right up until it isn't. It's routine right up until good monsters like we need to wait for shotgun guy. <laughs> we, gotta, we can't. We have to wait. We have. We can't just go. We gotta Man. wait for Shotgun Guy. Yeah, eventually they, like, run into a room where the spider thing is, like, hanging upside down, and it's got, like, weird web tongues going everywhere, but it doesn't react to them initially. Until they attack it. Right. So before they do that, they turn on Swan Lake really, really loud on their trucks so that no one will hear them having a monster fight. <laughs> it's very good. It's like, mm, gotta make sure... Gotta cover up these bullet sounds we're about to make. <laughs> you know, bullets. Yeah, and they, I mean, they don't just randomly start blasting Swan Lake. They do say, uh, this extermination is going to cause a lot of noise, so we're going to cover that up with the song. Swan just uh, started blasting. <laughs> so, I'm not sure how plausible of an excuse that is for people living I mean, in it this works. residential area, but... Yeah, seems like people buy it if they're on monster number ten and they're still using it. Yeah, it's it's worked so far. I don't it see certainly adds keep... a fun background music to the uh, fight sequence for a bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, they're they set up, get ready to fight Mister Spider Boy, and uh, we get a cool fight scene. Yeah, I like it. I like all the I like all the fight choreography. Yep. In there's some Amazons good slow motion bullet stuff. And showing that there the team has sets up traps and all different sorts of things. Yep. I appreciate the slug using the shotgun that doesn't just break away into pellets. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> I like that when the uh when Monster Boy transforms, he like, they didn't supply him with breakaway clothing, so he has to destroy his uniform every time he does it. <laughs> they they complain later about how the fact is, man, man, we need more funding for more uniforms. He keeps keeps burning through them. You could just say that he's too hot for his clothes. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, uh. See what I did there? Was... Yes, I did. Okay, so, yeah, when they transform, they, there's, like, this graphic of like cells dividing and being like covered in black slime or something. Yeah, it and, is. And then it looks like they have a big heat wave while they transform. That will be covered. Yes, that that will be explained I think literally in the next episode. Yeah, I think it is in the next episode. Though you can tell this is different from regular Tokusatsu rules cuz they aren't invincible when they transform. They transform in real time while action is still happening. Yes. 
Well, yeah, they use steam. The power of steam. And it's real hot when they transform, so that's usually enough to keep people away. It's absolutely killing me that neither of you two recognize that between the cells and the immense amount of heat, this is Parasite Eve. This is straight-up Parasite Eve-inspired. It was a famous novel before it was a video game, remember? And a movie. It's to the point that, like, everybody is like, oh, God, they don't want to be right next to Mamoru whenever he transforms. Correct. So, how did they get from the apartment to the, like, warehouse they end up fighting in? Um... They were just fighting, and that's how it happened. Then they were yeah, there. He, he, like, jumps out a window or something. Yeah, they just have to chase after it. Well, they do do a part where, like, uh, Mamoru, like, gets him towards the window, and then sniper rifle guy just, like, shoots him from the van. And then he's back in the house. <laughs> right. Again, I feel like that might break their cover a little bit if an exterminator just whips a sniper <laughs> rifle out of their bug van. But uh... Does that man have a large rifle? No. I, I do love that it's just like the the like standard like bolt action sniper where he has to eject the cartridge afterwards and everything. Yeah, and the thing has like a huge barrel too. So yeah, uh okay, they they get a guy they get the guy into a warehouse and then they start shooting bullets at him, and this is when like the camera shows down and you can see that they're like special generator bullets or something. Yep. And then the one lady just slashes him and kicks him. Yeah, they, like, put up a bunch of electrified wires over the place. That's good. Dagger Lady does not believe in guns. No, she just punches her problems. <laughs> and, I mean, it works. It if does. I were attacked by a sniper, I would go run over and kick the gun out of his hand because he's not specialized in a melee fight. <laughs> CQB. That's very silly. Snake, try to remember the basics of CQC. <laughs> no, no, it's the boss who says that. Boss is Snake, try to remember the basics of CQC. No, no it's boss talking to himself because he feels sad. and is, It's big boss talking to himself because he feels sad and misses the boss. No, I don't think he ever says it to himself. They, later on, they definitely do have Miller be like, Not Snake, it. you know about CQC, the martial art that you apparently invented that I'm going to remind you about. No, Chris, I'm just making a dumb joke that he does it to himself in the middle of the night when he's in bed because he's alone and sad. <laughs> plausible, plausible. So, so they're doing this for a while, fighting the guy with their electric bullets and knives and stuff, until eventually Digmon... Uh, comes over and, like, rips its heart out. Oh, yeah, there's Tablet Guy, and Tablet Guy's, like, the back. The weak point is the back. And they basically have to scan for its core and rip out the core, and then the Amazon dissolves into goo. Right. And yeah, because when they, they, like, pull out a heart and then crush it, and, like, the monster's body, like, disintegrates right at that time, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he, he pulls, like, one of its spider limbs off before that, too. He so does. It gets fairly gruesome when monsters are fighting. Uh, that will continue through the entire series. <laughs> the The gruesomeness of the fighting is something that I, I really like in Amazons, but I will say it's, um, it's a step above. There, there is a reason this was not aired on TV. Right. So, after they finish the fight, the first thing I immediately noticed is the thing already had a tracking bracelet on it or something, like an ID tag? Yes, that is how they it, tracked it. Right. 
uh, I don't know. It seems like they're not always active, or else they could just gather up the monsters before they came with it, you. But, uh, I believe what starts the actual tracking is, well, you find this out later, but those are injecting medicine into people. And when the medicine oh, okay. runs out, uh, then it starts the tracking. Because then it goes, hey, this person's going to turn into a monster. You should probably fix that. <laughs> Why doesn't it just tell? Uh, maybe start that signal a little bit before you run out of medicine. Well, you nah. see, they got to nah. keep the science going. Well, I guess I don't know what the motivation of evil Umbrella Corporation is, so... Do you think they're just going to cut their losses and go after them? Or are they going to just leave them out there and still get data? Uh... I mean, it seems like a pretty big PR risk to be having a a project that you work on just turning people into monsters that murder a bunch of people. You'd think so. Not good for your press team. And I have a hard time spinning that one. You assume that they have a press team. (laughs) I I think most companies do. I don't think they do in Amazons. Probably. Probably not. Look, I just want to talk about Inua Building 2. What's Inua Building? <laughs> just, there, there's a building, it's called Inua Building 2, and I thought it was funny. It's good, it's a good building. Because that's, that, that's the director of, of Kiva, you see what I did mm-hmm. there? Oh, okay, yeah, yep. Inoue, gotcha. Yep. Yeah, that guy. Uh, no, you're not even going to say it this time? That Tashiki Inoue is a hack? There it is. <laughs> Okay, so after they kill the monster guy, they grab its bracelet, and they get back in their van and drive home. Yep. And then they call the boss lady. Like, hey. So, uh... So about these monsters... This is... Yeah, this is this is our way to get a little bit of a plot dump and introduce our the rest of our crew and see how the captain cares about his crew. And it's like, hey, so he's he gets on the call with the boss lady, and he's like, so, uh, we beat the monster, and, um, there seem to be in quite a bit more of these, and it's, you know, it's, it's kind of weird that you've hired this team of mercenaries to go out and kill these, to get back these bracelets, yeah. You want to tell us anything more about that? Because maybe give us a little bit more pay? No. It was a part of your contract that you do not ask questions. Do you want your job? If you want your job, you will shut up about these questions. Yeah, that was definitely one of the things where I was like, well, that seems like a bad idea. Because, yeah, maybe the contract said don't ask questions, but they're obviously going to gather some information over the course of doing the job that could definitely harm the corporation if they don't try and, like, tell them what's actually happening, so... At some point, yeah. Seems like a bad decision, but uh, they are a corporation that decided to just randomly sprinkle monsters throughout the population, so... Maybe that's a pattern of them. Yeah, they're, that's... That all, will, that all will come back around. There, uh, There's a bit in here where, basically, immediately after the captain of the squad has that conversation with the boss, there's a guy on a motorcycle who drives by and puts a little square on their truck. It is specifically a lady on a motorcycle. It is the... You you find this out... uh, It's it's implied, because you can see 
the motorcycle helmet later, but it is uh, our Red Rider's girlfriend okay, driving the motorcycle. Um, I Since we don't have any of that context yet, I assumed that they were going to blow them up immediately. For yeah, <laughs> this is a bomb. I it also looked, thought that too. That's what it looks like is about to happen, but then that doesn't happen. So it's like, okay, they did someone tracking them. Yeah, it is just a GPS tracker. And and radio listener. Yes. Basically a bug that they can listen in on. Uh, a spider tracer. Yeah. So, uh, oh god, what's next? Next, we get introduced to our other main character. Is that, no. We have the daughter. Yeah, we get introduced our... to Mizuki. Mizuki is a good girl, and I wish I wished better for her. The the daughter of the uh, lady who's keeping the guy in the aquarium thing. Yes. Okay. The late the the daughter of the CEO of the biotech corporation. Oh, those are the same person. I had not thought yep. that. Okay, yeah. so that makes sense. Now, I think you were right though. Like they do introduce the uh, the disheveled guy who is the red writer. Because, uh, yeah, he starts hearing the conversation between the CEO and the captain mm-hmm. uh, from the bug that was just planted. So, yeah. They do show him for the first time here. Yeah. And he feeds some chickens, because he's, he's a cool dude. Drinks some beer and feeds some chickens. Very, like, he's he's wearing the comfiest looking clothes. He's extremely relaxed looking. He's got some fancy wood sandals. Oh, yeah, he is wearing Geta, isn't he? Is he? Oh. <laughs> uh, but yes, then we go and meet our other main character. This fishbowl kid. Yeah. Forget his name. Uh, Haruka. Haruka. Uh, and Haruka is a very, very sweet boy who has some medical condition. And this lady who isn't his mother is like, no, you're, you're just going to stay in my house until you're better. Also but take I- your drugs. Also, yes. Also, take these drugs I'm giving you. This also this eat this cube food. Fluid. Uh, yeah, inject yourself with this clear medicine every day. Don't forget and about I- the cube food. Oh yes, and uh, he is he is he is. Uh, we are introduced to him by the daughter coming back home, and he is eating dinner, and it is an immaculately and obsessively portioned out meal of little cubes of different types of food and pills and it looks like something a crazy person would eat it's still it's somehow or, the most disturbing shot in this episode yeah it, it, it is actually pretty creepy yeah it's all white and sterile yeah it is very much oh this this kid is an experiment yeah um even if we hadn't already seen that the the biotech company had made weird monster people i would immediately have jumped to like well this guy's clearly part of an evil monster experiment yeah and we get to have a long, extended conversation about, man, my, I, I really like aquariums because it's like a, it's like a portal to another world. Kind except of like feel, kind, how I'm trapped in my own. Yeah, but then I can look at these worlds and feel like I'm somewhere else. So it's real nice. Aquarium, aquarium, aquarium. Biotech mom comes home. What are you doing talking to the test subject, daughter? Stop it. But mom, literally, why do we have this kid kidnapped in our house? No, shut up. Go Don't study question. for your test. Just go study. <laughs> I also noticed that they have a nice house that's up on like a little elevated hill terrace thing with like a that's gated. Like a bunch of 
vegetation surrounding it. Uh, I noticed because it looks a lot like the house in Parasite, which I just watched. It's gated, and there's a bunch of cameras, and it's white, Uh and it's sterile. Sterile is a good word for the house. Yeah, that's definitely the the idea, is that it's, uh, this is the house of restraint, as opposed to the house of chaos. Uh, See, now I'm just thinking about, like, Shin Megami Tensei, and it's like, is there, like, a law in chaos route now? (laughs) Is the true ending the neutral route all along? Yes. I mean, I'm definitely guessing that this that Aquarium Boy is gonna team up with Chicken Guy and they're gonna like have to kill an evil monster or something. Like that's gotta happen. Right? What? No, that that's silly. <laughs> like why why would they happen to look like each other in monster slash rider forms? They're going to initially be like, We're not like each other, we have to fight, but then there's gonna be a bigger evil that they have to team up against. I'm I'm You're actually pretty sure show, that part Chris. doesn't happen. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it doesn't. This this <laughs> this enough. show is I, I think they skipped that part actually. <laughs> they they skip like the bigger the bigger adjoining like rivalry stuff. Yep. Oh, so they're they're not gonna be uh like a, well, a Gates well, and Sogo? No, it's it's kind of there, but it's it's done in like one scene or two. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, no, but listen, and because Haruka is a good boy. He's a good, sweet boy. I like the, uh, there's like a, a nice background track to the interior of the house. It's kind of like halfway between like a, a music box and like a soft string orchestra or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really nice. It's got like a, a good element of tension to it. Oh, it is uh, very anticipatory. Yeah, they do. A, they do it. a better job with the background music in this show than in the other commentator uh, shows we've watched. Yes, the group gets a call the next morning after they all get drunk about more monsters, or oh, is it the yes. scene where the truck driver like starts to turn in the truck, and then this other dude opens the door, and then the lady gets killed? I think it's that one. Did we mention this the CEO lady coming home and being like uh like freaking out on the guy? Oh yeah, she's oh, like, yeah. Did you take your drugs? And he's like, But I don't like how the drugs make me feel. And well, also there drugs. are people who are going to come and run tests on you. Yeah. He's like, But I just had tests run of me. Do you know what like, this kind uh, of reminds me of? Tests. What? Uh except it's more kind of just it's been on my mind. The PS1 game Galarians. Oh, I still need to play that, actually. Galarian's just, like, a super cool setting that I wish had kind of a better game surrounding it. It's like uh, Galarian's and Parasite Eve are both, like, the PS1 games with super weird sci-fi settings they always wanted to play. Yeah. One of them is good. Yeah, Parasite Eve is fantastic. Yep. And they only made two of them. Uh, wasn't that game the third birthday? Uh, nope. Like a... No, that, that, I don't know what you're talking about. Chris, you cut out for a second. Is this yeah. like a Tsukihime anime thing? You, you, you tried to say something and you just cut out. Yeah, I, sure I, I didn't hear it anything. It was super weird. Now you guys are just doing this on purpose. Uh, okay, so she's talking about Haruka. It's like, oh, you gotta take your meds. Gotta do your thing. He doesn't want to do it. It makes him feel weird. 
Right. And that and we learn that Haruka basically was apparently bedridden until two years ago, until this woman so graciously took him in and cared for him. How nice of her. How nice of her. Yeah, we're just supposed to read that as like was raised in a lab until two years ago, right? Yes, no, definitely. I mean, or kidnapped from his parents and had an induced amnesia or something. No, yeah. I, I, I feel like it's more like we we made this thing with science. Eh, could be. I don't really know which direction they're going with the monsters yet. But, uh, okay, so so next there's a van. It's not the van that we've already uh, seen. Different oh, van. Oh, wait, you skipped a quick bit. Oh, the bit where he feeds the chickens? I pulled up the episode. No, it's, uh, the daughter goes and confronts the mom about Haruka. And then we have a scene of Haruka oh, at right. night looking at his uh, medicine from the Nozama, Farmly, Nozama Pharmacy. Yeah. Getting and ready when just, to inject just it. being like, uh, I'm just not going to take this. Yeah. Basically, I, I hate this. I don't want to take this anymore. Interspersed with cuts of a strange green monster inside some cage that's kind of writhing around. <laughs> oh, man, that's weird. Uh, that's not on the nose at all. I'm sure that's uh, nothing. It, it's it's a really good, it's a really good, like, set piece shot, though, that continues throughout the episode. Yeah. It's super on the nose, but, like, uh, it's really ominous, the way it just, like, cuts in with no explanation and no, like, physical establishing shot, and it's super blurry. You're not even entirely sure what it is the first time you see it. It's actually really good, even though it is extremely, like, on the nose. <gasps> it's, Amazon does a good job of, like, you're like, oh, man, come on, I, I saw that coming. It's really good, but come on. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I feel like just, like, that whole thing is, like, one of the things where, like, if you just look at it at, like, it's, it's, like, it's base parts, you're like, really? That's kind of silly and stupid. But, like, in the context of everything else, it just works extremely well. Yeah, no. Amazon's is a very well-put-together show. Yes, yeah, okay. The, uh, and it's very interestingly directed so far, so... Yeah, it's got yes, that and now, we have our introduction of our next monster, which is a guy and his girlfriend driving, like, an RV. Yeah. And they've yeah. they've driven out to the middle of nowhere, and the guy starts groaning in his chest. He's, he's over... He's basically groaning, grasping and groaning, gasping in his chest, talking about how, oh, man, I'm so hungry. Oh, it hurts. I'm sorry. Forgive me. And he starts transforming and his face, like, <laughs> gets streaks on it. And the girl starts freaking out. And, oh, no, what's going on? Well, the girl starts talking first. And she's like, hey, uh, we're in the middle of the woods. I think we took a wrong turn. I kind of creeped out. I'm like, well, you're about to be eaten. So <laughs> you're about to you be know. dead. Yeah, this is this is very much shot still again like a horror movie. Yeah, extremely like a horror movie. As Except the monster is inside the car. Yeah, as this guy starts uh writhing and screaming, and his flesh literally starts burning off, and you can hear like cracks and groans of muscles and bone grinding yeah. against one another. Yeah, it's, uh, the visual, like, the audio visual here is actually, like, a pretty effective horror shot. Just, it's, just his physical it's transformation so is very extreme. Uh, but he transforms into another one of the spiders. Uh, the, the, the girlfriend kind of stum stumbles away, opens the door, and there's a guy out there, and she's like, oh, please help me! 
And then he turns into a Batman and comes inside and, oh no, there's screaming and blood noises and the lady is dead. And the screaming just, like, cuts. Yeah, no, it's it's very good. It's a very good scream cut off of, oh, she got, mm, she got it hard. Yeah, and not in, like, the sexy way. In, like, the yeah, no, it's, way. she got killed super hard. <laughs> right. Yeah, because she gets, like, blown back by the steep, the pressure wave when he fully transforms. Yeah, because the the guy that opened the door didn't, like, have the, oh, I'm in a painful transformation. It was just, he was, he said nothing, looked down at her, smirked a little bit, his eyes went white, and then, like, with a blast of steam, he turned into, like, the armored bat dude. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Bat dude. Yeah. We weren't going to get through the episode without it. Yeah, no, we weren't. Okay, when we see the bat dude later on, like, in a more of a full body shot, it is extremely incongruous how fake his wings look compared to every other effect of the show. Yeah. The wing effect, the wings are, like, the worst effect. They're so fake looking. Would you say it's, like, the modern equivalent of, like, of like spider effect and Kuga? Yeah, a lot yeah, like that, Yeah, a little bit. I actually, weren't, didn't we say that the bat wings and Kuga were a pretty bad effect too? Honestly, yeah, we did. Because I kind of remember that being a thing where, like, they did not have a, they were not able to make convincing, like, fleshy bat wings. Look, wings are hard. <laughs> I'm they sure are. they are. They got better at the spider thing. They did not get better at the wings thing. Uh, then we have a short shot of Haruka, basically having had a dream. And, oh, he's lying on his back, and, man, he must feel weird, because, oh, it's shots of cells that have little bits of black in the center that are kind of throbbing, and, hmm, that's yeah. strange. Oh, yeah, and his eyes are, like, rolling around a lot, too. The film around that little black parasite went away. Oh, I, I'm sure that's nothing. Oh, we didn't cut, we didn't talk about the weird cut to cells doing weird shit. No, I, yeah. I think I mentioned that. Chris, Chris mentioned it. Okay. There's a lot of that, though. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, then we get cool dude getting eggs from the chickens in the morning. Oh, no, he dropped one. Yeah. And then he just downs, like, um, four raw eggs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and while he's doing that, the, the crew, our mercenary crew. The drunk crew? The drunk crew. An alarm is going off, and so they all start kicking each other under the katatsu for someone to get up and fix it. And they're, yeah. like, living in just a warehouse? It looks like a gym to me. I think they're actually living in Inua Building too. Oh, that makes sense. But yeah, they're all, like, gathered around this kotatsu and have their feet under it. It's, it's very, very... It's extremely, like, family-looking compared to how they yeah, were it, the other day. It is... They are doing... They, are, they do their damnedest whenever the crew is on the screen... To make you feel like, oh yeah, this is this is a crew that's been together for long enough that they're they're kind of like family for one another, and this de it definitely gets reinforced in the later episodes. So right. so I know this doesn't super matter right now, but I just want to share this that there's there's an Amazon's Red Watch. Oh jeez, <laughs> because Bandai wanted money yeah, or okay. Toei. And everybody starts waking up, except for Mamaru, who is still sleeping. He's sleepy, boy. He he has trouble getting up in the morning. They all get in their truck and they drive off. And, oh, hey, here's Mr. Cool Dude being able to track him. 
gives his girlfriend a kiss and goes off after them. Yep. It's going to be a good time. Everybody's kind of like, get everybody's get. we get this nice shot of them driving there. Everybody getting ready. Yeah. They're and, trying uh, to wake up their monster buddy. So they do that. And then the uh, guy in the disheveled house uh, does his Eye of the Tiger Salmonella poisoning bit where he just chugs like four eggs out of a mug. He really does. And, uh, and uh, Haruka is kind of like freaking out. He is wandering out of the house while hallucinating that green cage monster thing. Right before that, there was one thing I wanted to mention in the um, in the shot of the crew riding there. There's the guy Ryusuke, who's comp- like they had a long night. Yeah, but there's Ryusuke. Hey, Ryusuke, are you all right? And he's sweating and panting. And man, he sure looks hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I gave him a nickname earlier this episode. I forget what his Which nickname guy is. That? Other monster guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Other monster guy. Yes. And they uh, don't know he's a monster yet, right? No, they do not. Which is weird he's... because, like, all the monsters have little armband thingies. But yeah, he's kept it underneath his clothes this entire time. You'd I'm... think that would be very difficult for him to do. I mean, yeah. it's like upper arm, though. It's, like, it's not, like, super hard to hide. No, it's just... For being able to do it for two years is pretty impressive. Right. Like, if they all, like, sleep together, presumably they, like, share a bathroom. Yeah, it's always got a shirt on. I guess. Always has his upper arm. But yeah, cool dude does his uh, Rocky eat four eggs and leaves. And then, yes, Haruka gets out of the house suspiciously easily. Right. Yeah. You... Uh so so the team is in the woods. They seem much less uh prepared to deal with a monster just out in the middle of the woods than like in a Also house. because it's two. Yeah, there are also two of them. And it's a rank uh, B and a rank A. Right. Yeah, they say they haven't run into a rank A before. The spider right. is just like the type they fought yesterday, but it's tougher. And man, I wonder I wonder how much money I mean, how many points we're gonna get for the rank A. Oh, this is gonna be great. Yeah, and the captain's like, "Hey, don't worry about the the bonus. If you die, you can't enjoy it." So, yeah. Nice. Oh, and I did want to say when Haruka is stumbling out of the house, that he re- you'd think there would be more security. There are a lot more shots of the strange green beast and the kind of just prowling inside of its cage. It's starting right. to get more active. It's very obvious. Oh, hey, something weird's going on with Haruka. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've already seen people turn into weird monsters at this point, so not exactly yeah. ambiguous what's going on here. That's true. It it, it just wants to break free. I, I want, want to, to break, break free. free. Thank you. That's exactly what I was going for. Okay, so so the guys are all standing around. Guys and girl are all standing around in the woods uh, until one of them gets uh, spiderwebbed, and then Spider just starts yanking him Away off the ground, like across the ground through the forest. It's very funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny, honestly. <laughs> it is a very silly way. It is it is very reminiscent of like early Tokusatsu practical effect bullshit. Right, except I feel like they would, like in in uh, Kuga when they had people get grabbed by the thing, they wouldn't drag them this far because like. They would have to come up with a camera trick or something to make it look like it was more involved than it actually was. 
but he he just straight drags this guy through the woods for a while. It's very fun. Yeah. Uh, Rhino Rhino Beetle Boy turns back into his uh, Digmon form. Yeah. After ripping off another uniform. I guess technically he's supposed to be a mole Amazon, but I mean same okay. same thing. Maybe he's like one of those star-nosed moles that are like look super Cthulhu-ish. That are horrifying. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because his little nose cone thing does can it open. Yeah, when, when he's trying to do his final attack, he he has a little his little drill on his face opens up. So they're all fighting, and oh hey, here's Haruka in the same forest, who's just kind of stalking through the forest, panting to himself. Right. All right, better go back to the team. I'm sure that won't come up later. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's pretty clear that all the characters are converging on this forest, so... Uh, they're running, and oh no. Haruka gets smacked by the Bat Boy! No, 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 yeah. no Oh my no, god, no, his no, wings no. are fucking terrible. I forgot it, how bad they were. It is extremely funny how... Because his costume looks pretty awesome. Uh, these like the fucking... uh, It looks like he's covered in just, like like steel like steel made out of skin or the other way around but then like the effect is totally ruined by his extremely goofy tarp wings yeah the the wings are something else (laughs) it's a super good costume otherwise uh yeah so everybody is we get this really cool fight where a sniper rifle guy is driving and while driving is able to shoot the spider that's dragging his friend. Uh, extremely impressive. Or dragon Ryusuke. And oh, once he shot, you see, oh, hey, Ryusuke has a bracelet too, but it's still blue. Thankfully. Yeah. It doesn't stay blue for long, though. Right. No, because uh, sniper rifle guy starts fighting. And oh, no. He can't do well. He starts getting bit. Yeah, they haven't addressed this yet, but I'm assuming that the wrist uh, or the armbands having a limited amount of medicine, it gets used up faster if someone's under emotional duress. Yeah, I, I, it is definitely a thing where being under duress and having like your heart pump will use up the med- medicine faster. And also, is a stress is a trigger for the Amazon transformation. Right. So, uh, yeah, he starts... He uh like you see his armband, it's blue, and then when he sees his buddy getting uh stabbed by the spider monster, he's like, Oh shit, and his uh his armband turns red. Yes. Uh, the rest of the crew starts coming over to try and help. Uh Lady Girl Punch Girl starts fighting the spider, and she does okay. Yeah. Until she gets fucked literally chucked through the air. Uh Starmole guy is just getting the crap kicked out of him by the bat dude. Yeah. He's he's trying to fight. He's not doing a good job. I mean, Mole Guy just, like, isn't ever really super good at fighting. No, Mamoru is very much... A, he's, he should not be fighting. He killed that first monster, you know? Haruka, you still get shots of Haruka slowly walking forward. But then, oh, Ryusuke gets up. He starts going, oh, I'm so sorry. I lard you guys. Oh, I'm so sorry I didn't say anything. This was this was a great time in my life. I'm one of them. I'm I'm an enemy. And he transforms into like a grasshopper. Yeah. Or er, dragonfly, I think. Right. 
So now we're up to three monsters in one fight sequence. It's which is like, coming at you hard. There are a lot. There are a lot of characters to keep track of at this point. Yeah, he does kind of look like a cricket. Yeah. He's, a he's a dragonfly. Oh, uh, okay, that makes sense. Oh uh, yeah, because his wings are pretty elaborate. They're like a tape, which is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I like how this spi- the this newer, tougher spider they're fighting has lobster claws. That's how you know he's tougher. Yeah, he's ranked up. His hands are red. He got his uh his tougher enemy palace swap. And uh, while well, all this is happening, oh hey, Haruka comes up upon this and hides behind a tree, and he looks like the most interested in anything he's ever been. It's like, oh my god, what? Yeah, what is? He starts this? like pant- panting and drooling, and it's like, holy shit. Duh. Then our then our locust grasshopper dragonfly starts fighting the spider and he's doing a really good job but he's doing a pretty good ote job yeah so he gets a web in his face yeah the captain is like uh we're doing an extremely bad job here we should probably regroup a little but, bit yeah I mean, before he has the plan. chance before he has the chance be an egg, egg guy is in their van leaning on their horn it's it, it's a very good thing of the stress of this situation has slowly been increasing throughout the entire scene because it's the team was cocky and going in, then they meet things and it's oh oh this is going this is going sideways this Extremely is going really badly, badly yeah. this may be a situation where everyone dies <laughs> and everybody stops even the monsters it does a good job a really good job of cutting the tension of the scene and it gets even better from there because it pans over to the guy. He's just chilling there, holding an egg, leaning on the horn, like nothing's bothering him. Well, he's him. holding the belt, too. Well, he, he pulls up the belt after the camera focuses on him. And then he right? breaks the egg on the belt. Yeah, yeah, he pulls just... up a belt, I'm like, oh shit, there's a dude with a belt. <laughs> he cracks the egg on the top of the belt and just chugs it. <laughs> and a really nice vocal track starts playing that is very, it's, it's just one woman, like, making ooh type of noises <laughs> but it's fantastic like slow serious moment moved it and it's everybody stopped and just watching this guy casually walk up with his belt put it on and I, okay i'm not sure what the oh motif is God. but it looks like it's got like motorcycle handlebars on, on it far. uh those are spears oh okay also a whip it kind of looks like he has other weapon. like he has handlebars on his junk. <laughs> yeah, but he uh he cranks the handle, the belt says alpha, and he explodes into red fire, blowing everybody back and oh god, I love the designs of the suits in this show. He's got they like a little like... smirk as he says Amazon and explodes. They look like fucking the suit robot bug monster things i don't know they're so cool the suit design is super cool I, the suit design like the amazon suit design is kind of like it takes like all of like the monster stuff that just like the regular mooks have but it like it they just it like riders out of they them. just like shove metal on it until like all right this this looks good enough <laughs> they're like okay. this will probably hold it, it does kind of remind me uh like this guy and harka when we see him in a minute kind of remind me of the thing that Rachel criticizes me for whenever I use a character creator 
I have extremely garish aesthetic sensibilities. Because I'll start with a base palette of extremely bright colors, and then just start jamming accessories on until they're like every accessory slot is filled. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. Uh, so yeah, we you get... should have seen my Code Vein characters. <laughs> I mean, these guys look like they could be Code Vein characters <sighs> a little bit. I mean, um, Code Vein characters are are quite the aesthetic. <laughs> they are an aesthetic. Uh, so he transforms, and he it seems like he's very casual about it. And Haruka, watching this, is... He's getting even more pumped up. He's panting even more. His breath is getting to the point where he's just like... <laughs> he he also to wants over. to transform. Yes. He just doesn't know how yet. I, I love the touch that during the sequence where everyone is shocked and reacting to the guy transforming, he turns around in the smoke, and he starts counting everyone in the fight scene he's like how many people do i have to beat up well i th i think he was like going back and forth between the two it's like all right who do i punch first yeah it was definitely an eeny meeny miny mo also he is like a real dumb like antenna thing that comes out of his mask and i love it yeah it's just this oh, little like yeah this weird little goofy head head eyeball thing yeah Angler. It's like an anglerfish's. It's like little well, it's like an anglerfish with the what like the anglerfish version of a micro penis. Yeah, it's very short and bubbly. <laughs> uh, it, he has a dorsal fin, which makes him look a lot more reptilian than uh the other bug motif guys. Yeah, it's good. Uh, he goes and our new rider starts fighting the monsters. Uh, it's a good. He's basically he's beating the spider guy really easily. I yeah. do like the part where he punches him up in the air just to then slam him back down into the ground. Yeah, no, it it's a fantastic fight. Yeah. Uh there is That's also a, a short combo. There is also a short scene of the lady CEO realizing, "Oh no. Haruka hasn't taken his medicine today." Right. And this yeah, I'm definitely like, "No, you think? Yeah, we already know that." <laughs> So uh yeah um but cool egg guy in the in the what what do we want to is he like a red chameleon is that the idea I'm not sure I don't actually know what his his like mask kind of looks like a chameleon I mean so maybe that's the idea. I know I I don't know if it's a spoiler to say though but uh yeah he like rip he beats up the spider guy rips its heart out crushes the heart and spider dude evaporates every time they rip out a heart I'm like you're gonna eat it now aren't you. It definitely looks like he's about to eat the heart, but they don't. Uh, it then so, cuts over to Haruka, who we get to see the stuff in his, the cells inside of him. The little black bits start going nuts and eating the other cells. Yeah, so, and cell Haruka shit. And Haruka screams, and there's a weird distortion, good distortion on his scream. And then, right. oh hey, the green monster busts out of his cage. Haruka has red eyes, and... He jumps like fifty feet in the air, right? Transforms and slams on the ground, and he's a palette swap of Egg Dude. Yep, yep. Uh, he he is the Bimmy to Egg Guy's Jimmy. Uh, they you know that that they look like they could be in a double dragon game. In case you know that reference automatically, but uh, I'd play yeah. that game. And this is his. Unbound? I'm not sure how much the outfit changes once he gets his belt. 
Right, the, so the wiki list just kind of lists this as origin form. Okay. Uh, yeah, and he's kind of just like freaking out and yelling. Yeah, he he is he does not have any human sensibilities left at the moment. Well, I mean, he emits a cloud of steam, and then the episode goes to credits while it plays. Yeah, it is what a slow I believe zoom in on him screaming. is. I believe the credit song is uh, an extremely edgy Devil May Cry 3 soundtrack poll. Yeah, that sounds about right. Just a little bit. But, uh, yeah, that's the first episode of Amazons. Yeah. That is the close of the first episode. I, I like this show so much. It's super weird, yeah. Uh, I'm interested so far. It's, uh... I, I'm definitely thinking it feels kind of like, uh... Someone was like, what if we made edgier Kuga? It felt like it would be made for... If I'm remembering the time it was made... 2016. Like, okay, the kid... The, the people that watched Kuga are about this old now. Let's make a show for them. Yeah, I could definitely see that they... I mean, it's clearly aimed at an older tokusatsu audience, so... yeah. They're just like, guys, what if we could do, like, a lot of blood... Just a lot. <laughs> Everywhere. Like, take what you're thinking and multiply it by a lot. There really hasn't been that much gore yet in the show. Presumably it, it it's takes... gonna show up as soon. Yeah, no, it takes a bit, but it's it's there. You, It is very noticeable when it happens. I definitely so, am hoping that the plot picks up a little bit in the next episode, because they're, they're going for a very mysterious mood in the first episode. Oh, so yeah, I'm, no. I'm the, gonna give them that. I will say, second episode is definitely a plot dump. Uh, we actually recorded a lot longer than I expected. I guess I was having fun talking about this one. It's, uh, yeah, no, it's a fun show to talk about. Yeah, it's a cool episode. I I was uh I was enjoying it. Uh, fun break from Kiva, which has uh, been a problem lately. Yeah. <laughs> this this will be a nice balm. So, uh, you have you watched this whole show, Evan, or have you just watched? I part have of it? watched like eighty percent of the first season, and then I I had not watched the second season. Okay. And Garrett, how much of it have you seen? Uh I think I watched like the first four episodes. Okay. So, and how long ago was this? Twenty sixteen. Okay. So, yeah, uh, we're talking like older memories ago. now. Not too long ago that I watched this. Well, I, I'm coming into this one fresh. I've never seen or heard anything about Common Rider Amazons before today. Yeah, it's going to be good, I think. I am uh, fun stuff. looking forward to this one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did, did uh, you have any other generalities you wanted to share, Garrett? You've been a little quiet. Uh, No, I don't, I don't have anything else. No. Yeah. How did I know you were going to say that? I don't uh rip and tear, rip and tear. <laughs> Make sure to finish Doom Eternal. I mean, I feel oddly in the move to play Doom Eternal now. No, none of the monsters are huge, so they won't have huge guts. So there are some pretty big monsters that you fight. But there there will be plentiful guts. Lots of regular sized guts. Discount guts. <laughs> Anywho, uh this is a podcast on the internet at journeythroughduckcast.com where there's all sorts of links and like toggles and buttons and all sorts of things to do. You can do the things. Twitters and social medias and... Twitters are a hellhole. 
it has been bad lately, but since everyone is home and anxious all the time. So, okay, so my problem with Twitter right now, I haven't talked about this on a podcast yet, but I talk about it all the goddamn time on Slack, is there's some freaking, like, Alberta Minister of Health in Canada that's, like, a super shitty dude, and is only, like, one letter off from my Twitter handle, and they keep adding me instead of him. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So I guess you're having a worse time than most right that, now. That is, that is an amusing, like, I, I'm sorry, it makes me giggle. Because <laughs> it's fucking, I mean, come on, guys. It's literally, come on. And I'm just like, how can you look at this? Like, my icon is like the tokusatsu gaga guy in like a suit with his mask on. And I'm just like, guys, I'm not. I'm not a I'm not a minister of health in Canada. Yes, Garrett, what you got to do is you got to start tweeting him back and be like, I'll get right on that, guys. No, you, but you people hate me. him. He's like super shitty. Yeah, no. So just fucking make it worse for him. Just troll people with it. Have fun with it. I've thought about it. Like I went from like not responding to being like, hey, I think you mean actually this other guy. <laughs> yeah, so now you just got to take it to the step like, yeah, no, that's me. Man, it'd be nice if you guys would actually I'd lead a secret double up. life as a health minister. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I did, I'd probably be better than this guy. Oh yeah, but why? What's wrong with him? I, what, is, what did he do? I don't know, apparently, he's just like bad and like isn't supplying places with PPE, and it's just like doing oh. bad corona response. Uh, well, that stuff. does sound pretty bad. That is like his job. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's this is not part of. We're gonna leave now. <laughs> Bye. Don't eat people. Hope y'all are staying safe. So uh, have a good one.